the first day of Christmas by tour of Getobi, a dismembered dead zombie. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two shotgun shells and, and a dismembered dead zombie. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Three shots, vodka, two shotgun shells, and a dismembered dead zombie. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love said to me, Four shepherd limbs, three shots, vodka, two shotgun shells, and a dismembered dead zombie. Three shots, vodka, two shotgun shells, and the dismembered dead zombie. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six slack just splatting and rain. Four shepherd limbs, three shots, vodka, two shotgun shells, and the dismembered dead zombie. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven bottle vodka, six slack just splatting. Four shepherd limbs, three shots vodka, two shotgun shells, and a dismembered dead zombie. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Seven bottles vodka, six slack just splatting. Four shepherd limbs, three shots vodka, two shotgun shells, and a dismembered dead zombie. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine soldiers rushing, eight bottles thirsty, seven bottles vodka, six slack just splatting. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me ten meat sacks molting, nine swords of slashing, eight barrels bursting, seven bottles vodka, six slack just splatting. Four shepherd limbs, three shots vodka, two shotgun shells, and a dismembered dead zombie. On eleventh day Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven cases vodka, ten meat sacks molting, nine soldiers slashing, eight barrels bursting, seven bottles vodka, six slack shots splatting. Four shepherd limbs, three shots vodka, two shotgun shells, and a dismembered dead zombie.
thank heavens it's not 13 days. The spirit of Christmas die. One more one. On the 13th day, my true love would kill Dempsey. <sighs> nice. Can I leave now? Don't forget the big box of hate for you. I go take shit now. Listening to EC Airways, a um, very special edition today. Uh, starting off, hold on, I'm going to adjust the mic because I may be a bit loud. Uh, no, wait, seems okay. Yeah. Um, we're joined tonight by Earth Art, of course, who's actually doing the dishes. Screw you. Got some well trained now. Um, also joined via the joy, the magic of Skype, uh, Kevin, Eva, AAUK. Um. You may know me from such shows as the one that you've just had. <laughs> Which was rather... Uh, Short. Yeah. This, this, is, this is Tea Time Radio Redux, Emerald Coast Airwaves, in the guise of the Sonic show. Yeah. Sonic Hour, rather. Yeah, and uh, of course, on the line, we also have Adam Tiber Tuft. Woo! Hello! Woo! Yay! TV! Yay! Where's the fangirl oh, scream? There's no jet, there's no Blake Draco on here, there's no fangirl. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Kira would do a fangirl scream if she was here, but she's not, unfortunately. She's. I, I'm doing a fangirl scream for Blake Draco in my head. The, 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 the love's there. Just oh, yeah, yeah, we, we, we all, we all the do a fangirl scream. The love's there, the person himself is not. Mm. Yeah. We, we all do a fangirl scream when we see him. Or when he appears. I, I don't, because I'm immune, because I live with him. Yeah. Well, it takes a while to develop the immunity, though, really. Mm. All right, so on the Tonight Show, um, we have no plan. So it should be rather interesting. I'm sure we'll think of something within the next 30 seconds. Josh? If we will. Zombies! Zombies! Well, to, let's introduce you to what we have. As we, um, yes. We have had um, the main up over the weekend for various stuff, and um, she left us with... Some rather, some rather interesting pieces of music which you have just been privy to. Um, basically, the history of it is she is... Well, if you didn't guess by our last show where she was, what, level 101 on Kino? Yeah. Nazi zombies on Black Ops? Yeah. She, she decided to bring Black Ops up to try and get us hooked on it, although she kind of already has. Um, and failed miserably with me, though. Well, I was already playing it. Yeah, yeah, he, he was hogging it, but, so... Uh, no, she was hogging it more than me. Oh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, so she left us with um, something that Activision did for Christmas, which is all the voice actors from the Nazi Zombie game singing Christmas songs rather screwedly. And it's freaking awesome. So yeah, it's very, very, it is very hilarious, yeah. especially if you know the characters. Also, in order to have them, to have all this money and be able to just go... <laughs> I'm going to do my little pet project. Yes. In, in all honesty, I think the voice actors probably enjoyed it. I think yeah. yeah they, they, I think they enjoy their roles of the characters a little bit too much. To, to, to be honest, if I had a voice acting job doing their job, I would enjoy it. I certainly think whoever's... 
Rick defending Nikolai, certainly. Dempsey, I think whoever is doing it is probably so American that, you know, yeah, it's well, well, yeah, I mean, he, just, he just ends up being the butt of all the jokes, most of them. Because he's American. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're Americans and bustles. <laughs> are, there no, are there any Americans in the ILC tonight? Just so I know to start lining up this, to start uh, building the bunker now. No offense, Fiji, but how many times have you dug holes for yourself? Many, many, many times. Anyway, uh, actually, quick shout out to the IRC tonight. We have Spondy, White Voice, Vija, Earthheart, Trigon, Trekkie, T Bird, Spin, Sonic AD, Silver Sonic, Shadowfox 04, Shadex, Kyo, Non Cage, Riddick, uh, Marshmallow Fox, uh, Matez, Evan Stanley, a lovely artwork, D'Artagnan, uh, Corellius RR, uh, Big C, Dark Speeds, who got off the radio on time. No offense, man. Uh, AUK, MK, Jayzik, and the Almighty, the All Powerful, the All Seeing, the All Knowing, Chanbot. Jake! And Earthheart has cake now. Damn him. You're allowed cake. Lies. What? Lies. I'm celebrating. Yes, he's celebrating and he does actually have cake. In fact, T-Bird actually came to celebrate with us earlier. Yeah. Uh, it was a nice big meet and, um, yeah, Josh cooked lunch. I haven't had to cook all weekend. It's awesome. And yes, my phone will constantly be going off in the background because Nemain may not be here in body, but she's here in spirit. Yes. So she'd like you to know this. In text. Vija is gay, that is all. Yes, in text. Not gay. Vija, Vija is gay, but only in text. So it's something that a fanfic about him. Oh God! No, 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 no! Don't give these people ideas. This, I've seen some of the shit they come up with. Slash fiction. This is the main gay, so it's not that kind of gay. Yeah, you, you, you don't want to give these people ideas as well. Then completely not. Oh, there we go. VJXT fanfics have already been thought of. Great. Uh, I love how nobody compares me up with anyone because I'm a complete heartless git and kill everyone I know. Can I just stick with the poor? I'm, I'm paired with the poor. I'm happy with poor. And wrenches. And wrenches. Yes, many, many wrenches. And as a side... Probably, you probably shouldn't... You probably shouldn't reference wrenches and your port. Hmm. Well, also as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a side note for earlier, you mentioned there was black oil or a black type of thing yeah, on like my wrench. GTX. Uh, that is, um, it's meant to preserve the wrench. You cover it in oil in order to prevent it from rusting. Well, not necessarily. Yes, Jack. If, if your wrench is going, if you're worried that your particular wrench is going to rust, then there's something very wrong with it. <laughs> I, I just like to keep it well maintained. Rusty wrench, go and see a doctor. Hey, so actually, should we throw it out to the IRC to see what they can come up to with tonight? <laughs> so I, I, know, I, I, I know it's a dangerous thing to Phil, do. Phil, this is such a no. <laughs> no, no, we're going to have to come up with something on our own. Okay, Jayzik. No, no Earthheart next Jayzik fanfic. That's your personal imagination. Yes, keep, 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 keep it all inside your head, please. Also, you don't have boobs, so you can't pair me with you. Uh, it may be Earthy. No, it says Earthheart next Jayzik. Maybe it's a typo. No. Nah. And also, Earthy's a lesbian, so it still doesn't make any sense. Well, maybe he's female in his head. 
No, because he loves Adam. <laughs> uh, th- th- this is going way too far. Th- 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 I'm, tr- I'm trying to just justify someone's mental fanfiction. Th- it's you've not got going this well. huge love triangle, and at the centre of it is Jason, who just loves everybody and wants to marry everybody. Well, that's fine, but he's not going to marry anyone. <laughs> no, I'm just going to shoot him. Yeah. Repeatedly. That's nice. Classy, in fact. Very classy. So, yes, we're, we, we seem to be ranting very well and wasting time. Which is all well and good. Cake! Yes, cake. I want more cake. Yeah. Also, to bring in the show, we had Johnson out with Sonic Adventure 2 um, Advertise version B. Because it was random and I felt like it. We're going to be hearing that all night. You don't know what it's like. I hear it every day. Is there not like this mode called silent? It is. It involves me hitting it with a sledgehammer. (laughs) And Josh won't let me. Here's an interesting That one wasn't from the main. This was from Shadow Fox. What's he say? Talk about potatoes. Potatoes. Oh, potatoes are awesome. I love potatoes. Josh hates them. I don't hate them. He doesn't like them. He's had too many I, of them I, I ate the roast potatoes today that I made, thank yeah. you very much. I ate roast potatoes, boiled potatoes, chips. I love my chips. Crisps. Uh, yeah. You like crisps? Not particularly, no. That's... You suck. Actually, I actually had a better idea about what to think about. Oh. Or what to talk about, whatever. Yeah. Well, anything beats potatoes at this point. Well, let's put it this way. The, the year ended last... Well, the decade, sorry, ended in January. Yeah. And Supposedly, if you believe certain calendars and no, uh, systems. You cannot have had a year zero, so the decade ended... You never know, they, they, might, they, they might have decided, let's count up from zero, but go on. Alright, I will turn this on to silent in a second. Yay, thank God, my sanity is <laughs> saved. <laughs> and those was Yes, very much rejoicing. Yes, and now you mean Texas. Anyway, what, what, what was the topic idea before we completely get to off track? Best games of all time. Oh, for the last ten years, or no, of all time, because most gaming has been well. Okay, I'd say for the last ten years, because yeah, you've got to narrow the field a bit. Well, no, I, I I think, I I think if we talk about what we think are our top five games of all time, see if there's any that actually cross over. Mm. Bear in mind, my best games of all time are fairly limited. Yeah, that's fine. Mine aren't. I've got a top 20 list which I can't decide which are best. Alright, You guys up for that? Top 5 list of um, games? Uh, Our personal 5. Personal 5. Personal Personal 5. And if there's any that cross over, we can basically decide among them which is the best game. Full stop. Uh, Of the last decade, so we're, we're saying any game released between January 2001 and... Well, and December 2010. Yeah, if you want. I was actually going to say just leave open to all games full stop makes it easier. Could do, yeah. Yeah. Tee up for that? Uh, I wasn't listening. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) I think we'll go on a music break and we'll come back to you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, I get to say that. (laughs) Good. Okay, coming up next we have a very long music break actually because... um, uh, queued up, we have Spiral Madness from a game. I don't know where I got it from. It's from a Sonic game. <laughs> Spiral Madness is from one of the Sonic Riders, isn't it? 
Actually, yes, it's from Sonic Riders, Zero Gravity, so there. I remember, kind of. And then we'll have uh, Alien Jewel Island Act 2 from Sonic Team. Yeah, so enjoy these. Back shortly.
And Sorry. we're back. Sorry, Sorry to cut you in there, T. Um, yes, we're back. Because we've uh, just realised that um, Top Gear is at 8, so we're going to run this slightly faster. <laughs> because I want to watch it. I think Kev wants to watch it as well, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about T. And so we have to make I'll, big... I'll watch it when, um, like, I, you know, it doesn't interfere with my life, you know, like on one of these iPlayers or something like that. Yeah, 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 but look at it this way. We're going to lose a lot of listeners at that point. Yeah. Well, well, they can also. Well, they're all on the internet, so they can. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. But yeah. you, you know what? You have fans like. on the internet now. We all have fans on the internet for some reason. I don't. Guess you do. I hope I bloody well don't. <laughs> you can hope as much as you like, but you're still going to happen. Can I kill them? Yes. Yes. If you really want to. Okay. Right. Let's get this train wreck moving. Remember when Top Gear used to be about cars? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch the. I yeah, don't when Tom Lindman's was presenting it. Uh, yeah, and uh, Quentin Thomas or whatever his name is, the one with the he's <laughs> fifth gear Tom now anyway. Wilson or whatever his name is. Yeah. Mm. I'm probably the only one in this conversation who doesn't care about Top Gear at all. And Josh, is this something you do care about? Because every time, we, every time we say it's like I don't like it or I don't care about. it it, we, we, we end up just talking about it. I'm sorry. It's, it, you fail. I still want boobs. Your washing up is calling you, John. Yeah, there you go. Done. <laughs> well, then get the washing out of the washing machine and hang it up. We're doing a show. Yes, we're get doing a show. show. Okay, getting on with the show. Right, in at number five for your favourite games of all time. Uh, yeah, all time. Let's go with it. Um, Josh can begin because he's the one that's got all this prepped in his head, probably. Yeah, I've had it prepped in my head for like years. So I've yeah, just got it. Number five. Mine aren't actually in any particular order. I'm just naming five. Okay, name five. So, well, name the first one of your five. Yeah. So first one, I'm actually going to go for slightly more obscure game. I'm not a big Mario fan yet. I love this game. It is Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. It is a brilliant little RPG. But more important, it's it's a JRPG, so it's turn-based, mm. but they've got enough interactivity into the battles that it just doesn't feel... It, it feels fresh, it feels nice, and there's loads of little innovations, such as to regain your star power, you have to make the, you basically have to make the audience who are watching your battles cheer for you by yeah. either doing good attacks or by basically showing off. But it's a really good system. Yeah. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned... If you haven't played it, you have to. Um, I need to regain my copy, but um, yes, it's so, a, is it easy to get a hold of at this point? No, it's an old GameCube game. Yeah, that's the thing. GameCube games aren't the easiest to get a hold of now, and well, I assume even, Nintendo hasn't republished it no. yet. And to be honest, even at the time, it was quite hard to find because mm. nobody thought it would sell. Yeah, it's one of those things. Right, um, T number five. Um. Well, it's not number five. I don't know. I'm, I'm, it only comes to mind straight away because it's it, within the last year, which is pretty unusual because yeah. most of my favourite games are pre-last, well, yeah. <laughs> 20th century games. Mm. Um, Bayonetta by an absolute landslide. <laughs> absolute, like, yeah. Uh, it, I think it appealed to me on the level that, you know, you're a scantily clad, sexy witch secretary. But, you know, I'm a big <laughs> but fan of... But not in a slower pain type of way. Well, there's just something, there's something beyond, I mean, I love the Devil May Cry games, but there's something very sluggish about Dante, yeah. whereas Bayonetta, on a, the game, picking, picking the control up, it was just so fluid, 
Mm. And all the little nods to every other game in there. I mean, there's, you know, that the, um, oh, the Afterburner tracks and, you know, the yeah, Fantasy Zone. It, it, it was done, there's Space Harrier. Yeah. yeah. There's, rep- there's two Resident Evil girls in there. There's Resident Evil, you know, whatever you're buying when you go to the bar and yeah. things like that. And it's just, it's a, it's a fun game and it's got lots of fun things in it. And I think yeah. I've played it about, I've played through the story mode at least five or six times. Mm. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, it, it's brilliant. But, it really is fun. Uh, I mean, the achievements aren't too bad to get either. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it. I mean, I will agree. I think Bayonetta is certainly in contender of... Because it was released last year, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. This mm. time last year. Mm. And, and um, yeah, I, I would honestly consider that as a hot contender of Game of the Year. The, 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 the thing is, it was, uh, it was released at the wrong time because... Because of uh, considering it was released very early on, and no one's going to remember it at this point. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, certainly, know. on the critics' perspective. Yeah. I approve it. It has boobs. Yeah. It, I, I, I'm okay. It has good boobs and it's a good game. So I, yeah, I, I will. I'll admit it's sitting right in front of me as one of my top fives as well. So that comes one of mine. Um, Kev, um, I've put them in a very, very rough approximation. So uh, number five for me. Um, is Sonic Triple Trouble. Cool. Fair enough. Because I absolutely love and adore that game. To be honest, I don't think it's a bit odd in, in the sense of a Sonic game. Oh, yes, yeah, it's very odd in the sense of a Sonic game. I but I don't care. You just <laughs> like it. <laughs> it's you know, I'm just, it's, not, it's not a bad thing. Definitely not a bad thing. But well, it's got one of your favourite characters in. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Fang. <laughs> Gotta love him. It, I mean, the thing is, the first time I played it was on Sonic Adventure DX, um, because I never had a GameCube. Yeah. So I played it first from that, and I did enjoy it. It was a bit a bit confusing to start off with, but it worked. Yeah. Uh, I'll be the first to admit I've never actually played it. Josh is going to make me load up my game, load up oh, Sonic no, Adventure no. DX now and make me play it. Not now. I'd seriously, I'd seriously give it a go and have a think of what every other Game Gear game was like when you play it. The thing mm. is, a lot of the other Game Gear games were Master System ports, though. Well, not all of them. So uh, on the Sonic front, on that, on the 2D platform in Sonic, yeah. front, Sonic One, Two, and Chaos were all ports. Pretty much. Blast wasn't. Blast wasn't, but that came out after Triple Trouble. <laughs> It wasn't as good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Blast was quite But bad. you've also got the uh, racers as well. They were original to the... Uh, yeah. yeah dr- the Drift. I, I, I don't think we're going to get very far comparing Sonic Drift to Sonic Triple Drop. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, it's like, I've never played those because I know they're terrible. Yeah. Labyrinth. Woo. Yeah. BJ, yes. Us. I've already said one of my five is Bayonetta, so... You're just skiving. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 I had it in my pile of games no, here, no, and I put no, it to no. one side now. Okay, so it's my number, uh, number four. I told you, mine aren't in any particular order. Well, no, I, 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 well, I mean, mine aren't in any particular order, but so I've just... Yeah, go with them. My second one is... It's a, this is going to make me either sound really old school, or, you know, just... Dead. No. Uh, uh, it's the original Unreal. Not Unreal 
Well, kind of Unreal and Unreal Tournament. I don't particularly want to split them up because they're basically the same game. Unreal Tournament was just an expansion of the multiplayer aspect. I just think as a... I mean, the thing you'll remember is that engine revolutionised the games industry, 3D games industry. Mm. And Unreal itself is a... It's not a perfect first-person shooter, but it's just very well done as a, you know, your typical survive and, you know, shoot everything that moves uh, first-person shooter. And Unreal Tournament basically set the benchmark for deathmatch games after it was released. Mm. I mean, Quake... Quake 3 very quickly copied it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much wholesale. Yeah. I mean, I mean the, the engine's been used all over the place. Hell, Sega I used mean, it. We're now on the Unreal 3 engine. Yeah. Yeah, Unreal. Um, but it's still a progression of the previous versions. Mm. It, the, to be, the thing is, the Unreal engine itself is a you know brilliant tool. I've mm. used it. Um, I mean, okay, most people you know, won't ever use it for whatever, but it, you know, as far as a development tool goes, but as I said, that game practically reshaped the industry. Yeah. Um, well, I, I say that. Unreal Tournament, because it, the first Unreal was very unrecognised, despite it actually being, you know, in my opinion, a very good game. Yeah. The second one was horrible. <laughs> well, yeah. it's the way these things go sometimes. Yeah. Eh, it's just, yeah, you're right, it's just the way it goes. But yeah, I think Unreal slash Unreal Tournament. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, More games need the Ripper in it. Huh? More games need the Ripper in it. Yes. Yes, I agree with that one. T, uh, number four. You don't know what the Ripper is. Uh, I've got a big one. I've got, like, I'm just writing down names as they come to my, my mind. I'm trying to think of ones that people, other people won't pick. Otherwise, yeah, I'll just pick Yeah, there's, like, eight, nine fairly recent, unfortunately, because I've never played, I was never heavily into games when I was a kid. Well, except for the Sonic ones. Ooh. Anyway, um, one of my favourite games on the Mega Drive is probably it's a really I love really colourful games because I mm. think that's the you know if you use the full palette then great. And I just love this game for like the sort of the quirky humour in it as well as yeah. well as sort of like the design because nearly every level is different. Mm. And Dynamite Heady for the Mega Drive. Just on, I, I don't think many people have played it. Mm. But it's it's such an unusual game in the sense that you have a choice of various heads that can do different activities, mm. and just every every level is just completely bonkers. You do not you do not know what to expect on the first time round, basically. Mm. And it's just it's just everything about it, just from the the sort of the sound, the music in it. And I can't remember who did. I think it was Suzuki did all the sounds for basically. If you haven't played it, check out a ROM of it, something in there. Well, it's on the um, Ultimate Mega Drive collection, isn't it? Yep. It is, yes. Alright, Yeah, that's great. I love that. There's a little, um, like, sprite thing that follows you around and points at targets for you mm. and says, every time you, like, see a target. And the first boss you encounter, she goes, target, points at the tail, and then the dog just twats her away, and that's it. You've got to do the rest of the battle without her. <laughs> it's like one of the first levels, and you're just like, this is genius. Yeah. Right. Go on, Kev, you're next. Kev, next. Oh, now I'm debating on the positioning here, because yeah. I've, like, I've got a couple of... Um, a couple of notable... Mentions. Yeah. <laughs> mentions, yeah. Uh, but um, I'm loath to say them in case they appear on somebody's list. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's unlikely to appear on my list, I would have said, because mine are mostly obscure. There's one okay, I'm... well, I'll, I'll just mention a couple of yeah. these uh, notable mentions then. Uh, Tales of Symphonia. Really? Which just ate my time. Oh, God. Uh, I love Tales of Symphonia. I think it's a really good game. Mm. Um, uh, House of Overkill's on there as well, for just sheer balls to the wall. Oh, yes. Fuck it. That is really, really <laughs> awesome. I will say, House of Dead Overkill, I, w- I probably wouldn't put it in my list, but actually, you know, it's I, up there. I, lo- I loved it. Me, it's not in my top five. It probably wouldn't be in my top ten. Mm. But if I had to put one, uh, put a list of games that that was just pure uh, smiling, really? yeah, all the way through it, mm. Overkill would be a bit. Yeah. Uh, than that, I'm, I'm de- <clears throat> um, so when's Overkill 2? How's it Overkill 2? Yeah. No. No, not going to happen. No. I can't put that on the list. It doesn't exist. Uh, yet. Yet. Maybe. We hope. We pray. Oh, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it... I'm going to take it out of my top one just because it doesn't fit anymore. But Link to the Past. Mm. I Link to the Past. The, uh, oh, Zelda 3, if you like, on the mm. uh, But the foot, but in, uh, fourth place is gonna be, uh, Lamatron on the Atari ST. Mm. Oh, classic. <laughs> oh, see, Adam knows. Uh, yeah, no one yeah. else have a freaking clue. No, I got no clue. <laughs> no, okay, well, I'll explain. Uh, Lamatron is a game done by uh, Lamasoft. As it is now, I think it was called slightly different back in the day. I've heard it, of them. That which worries. is the company that is owned and run by uh, Jeff Minter, who is an absolute legend in the industry. Mm. He's so he's so legendary you won't have heard of him. <laughs> but he's one of the old he's one of the old bedroom gamers. He did all sorts of games based upon llamas and camels and all sorts of mm. all sorts of things. Um, uh, Grid Runner, you may have heard of. Uh, Defender 2 he did as well, Llama Zap, Super Grid Runner, uh, Revenge of the Mutant Camels was another one, but Llamatron was the one that I had, uh, which was brilliant, just a hundred levels of just craziness, and zombies, and zombie sheep, and all sorts of weird things. It was things. essentially just, for those who don't know, it was essentially just Robotron, but with a camel. <laughs> with a camel and a llama, you could do two players, brilliant. Um, but um, if if you want a more, if you're thinking, oh yeah, well that doesn't break much to me nowadays. Um, if you think back to the Atari Jaguar, um, he is the person behind Tempest 2000. But, oh, uh, yeah, but okay. seriously, me and my dad just spent years, I think, on on that. It's also the first game ever, as far as I'm aware, to have swearing in it. Oh, interesting. Because when you get killed, there is like this noise, and if you and it changed. Sometimes it was just explosion, sometimes it was that noise. And if you pressed pause the exact moment, I did this by accident when I was about I don't know seven. If you pressed pause the exact moment and you died, and you got the it 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 did it undid whatever the um, the warping was. And it's just something going, oh, fuck! <laughs> 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 well, 
Wasn't, wasn't actually Jeffrey Binder recording himself? It might have like, been. It might have been Jeffrey. I don't know. But <laughs> so, <laughs> so that may have been a bit of an accident on their part. Jeffrey Binder does actually look like a llama. There he few does. He owns llamas. He, he has, has a llama sanctuary slash farm. <laughs> awesome. He's, he's, he's amazing in a sort of really weird way. <laughs> I'd love to meet him. Your turn. Okay, yes, my turn. Um, basis, I'm basing, just to give some clarification here, I'm basing this list on, I'm splitting it between the games I've ended up playing the most and the games I've loved playing. Um, now, the next one, I, I developed RSI on a bit on my thumbs. But the, the, that was down to the controller, which I blame Sega for. Um, and it was Crazy Taxi 2. I love that game to bits. I played it for months on end. I literally, I play it whole Sunday afternoons and just play it to um, the point where I get ridiculous sums of money. Now, for those of you not familiar with the Crazy Taxi series, um, basically you go around in a taxi and you pick up fares, you take them to destinations, you get paid for this, but it's all done on a timer. You give it more time uh, as you go around and it's, it's it's essentially an arcade game that's been converted to the Dreamcast. Now, it would be on the Dreamcast that I'd have to play it. Uh, I, I literally wasted many Sundays to this, and I still love it. It's probably aged horribly now, because I've not played it for the last four or five years, but um, I just Phil, can you do it. a good impression of the, uh, the Crazy Taxi announcer? Uh, it's time to play some Crazy Taxi! Yeah, I suck. No, I said, could you do a good one? No. <laughs> I, th- I think that's the answer, no. <laughs> but oh, it's, it's shame. Like, yeah, it's like... Uh, Josh, number three? Or... Number three, any of those that you've watched my, some of my previous live streams will know that I love this game. It is a classic platformer uh, slash shooter, Jazz Jack Rabbits 2. Mm. It is a graphically beautiful game even today. Sprite, certainly sprite work wise. Freaking beautiful. Um, the gameplay itself, it's not, again, it's not a perfect game, but what's quite nice is that um, it came with a level editor and all, but more importantly, it had, you know, there are still huge communities working on quality game, you know, quality levels for it. You know, I, you know, every month I tend to go over there, pick up a level, and, you know, it's, it's just great. There's so much support for it still, and, you know, it, it was made by the same guys who made uh, Gears 4. Hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's... I mean, to be honest, it is like Paper Mario. It's actually worse than Paper Mario. To find a copy of Jazz Jet Rabbits today, no chance. In hell. No chance. A very cold day in hell, you get it. You do know that's actually one of the levels, right? A cold day, day in hell. hell. It's yeah. where hell's frozen over. Yeah, you, you, you see, I'm even picking up on this. And but, it, as, you know, it's just one of those... Great games, great ca- great little characters, no, mm. not really much backstory to it. But. Uh, and it's, it does seem like a fun little game, because you've shown me it a couple of times. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, it's got it. two players for it. It's one of the first yeah. games um, PC online play, although, to be fair, it was released when Windows 95 was out, and internet support was a bit shite. Just a little bit, yeah. Right, um, T, you're number three. Um, 
this was a big toss-up between two games that are very, very similar. Unfortunately, I'm not going to put one of them in my top five. Right. And that Animal Crossing, which... Really? <laughs> which my brother started playing, and oh, okay. me and my sister were kind of like... Because I don't know whether anybody's played it on the, the um, DS. But you can have more than one account on the same game, mm. essentially. And he started playing it. My brother was like, no, no, you've got to, you've got to play it. You've got to play it. And I was like, no, I won't. It looks really gay and lame. And you go around fucking saving up for a house, essentially. That's the game. Is paying off a mortgage to a raccoon. Anyway, I started <laughs> playing this game. And it wasn't soon after that, I, you know, I, I started finding myself playing it until like three in the morning. Just because you can stay up and catch things like tarantulas and scorpions, which you can sell for lots of money. And honestly, it's just the most, it's one of the most addictive games I've played, just for the fact you, you can just spend hours fishing mm-hmm. or hunting tarantulas. It's great. But it's not, it's not in my top five, unfortunately. Um, Resident Evil 2 is, I can't count how many times I've played that game as well. And there's something very, it looks a bit crap now, I must admit. Uh, uh, most of those games from that era just look terrible now, but... We're spoiled now, really. We are, but it's just well, it's just, it was great back in the day. Oh I yeah, I just remember playing going on. I mean, the fifth, which I love, very different reasons than the fact that it's so bad. What's really bad? Somebody's eating. Yeah, I blame Kev. Well, this I think Resident Evil Two was probably the best of the sort of horror survival games of that. Period, definitely. Yeah. Uh, which, were the, which were the characters in... Was that uh, with Jill and Chris? No, that was with Leon and Claire. But what I liked oh. about it was you could play two different scenarios. Because yeah. at the beginning, you crash in a car, mm. and you either end up on one side of the fire on the car or the other. And if you play through Leon on one side, you then play Claire on the other. Or you can play the second scenario, which is Leon on the other side and Claire on the other. So essentially you get... Four games in one, mm. and it just, I just I just remember being very excited by the fact that this game had such a high replay value. I'll be honest, the only Resident Evil I've actually played was the Umbrella Chronicles for the Wii. I, yeah. I've not actually. I, 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 I think that was on long rails shooter, really. Yeah, I have actually played the original Resident Evil long ago, mm. but I could not get used to the controls. Yeah, I, I think I played a bit of the original Resident Evil, but I just at the time I just didn't get into it. I think I could get into that now, but at the time I wasn't. The mm. first Resident Evil is horrible. Mm. Really, is a horrible game. <laughs> it's not good controls. Then how did they get to a sequel? Well, just everything's laughable about it, but the fact that it was like it was quite a scary game to be mm. honest. I th- and I think that's what made it was the fact that it had the atmosphere. Yeah. Mm. Uh, whereas the movies that have come since are just hilariously oh, no, bad. Don't compare the movies to the game. Yeah, they're so bad they're just hilarious to watch. For random gore. Um, so yeah. Uh, Animal Crossing, but Resident Evil beats you there. Well, well, well yeah, I was a bit surprised when I heard Animal Crossing from you. It's like, what? Yeah, um, so, moving on to Kev, your number three. It, um, Team Fortress 2. Alright. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, well, if you ignore the fact that Valve have become incredibly profiteering. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you just take that, take that and just put it to a side for a minute. Mm. Um, it's the most 
it must be more Halo and, and COD multiplayers, probably the most populated and active multiplayer game there's been for a very, very long time. Yeah, easily. From a, shoot, from a shooting point of view. Yeah, I would actually say it's, to a certain extent, rivaling... Um, what's it called? Halo? World, uh, World, World of Warcraft. Warcraft. In terms of actual players. Mm. The, and the thing is, it's a lot cheaper than World of Warcraft as well. Well, yeah, because you only buy the game. You don't pay a subscription. I'd say it's also, it's also that uh, it and TF2, in the original Team Fortress, they're like the lead on, if you like. Even though the uh, even though the setup and location is slightly different mm. to the um, the game we're about to mention, it is the descendant, if you like, from that from that lineage of Quake and Doom yeah. and Unreal Tournament. Yeah. And they they just took it and said, let's have it slightly more wacky and entertaining and keep that kind of thing uh, and make it Work essentially, really, for it. Yeah, it can be frustrating as hell. But oh, you've got yes, a group yeah. of mates. You've got a group of mates. You got you know thirty, forty minutes to kill, and you want to have a a good time. Yeah. You know, have someone raise. Someone a pretty, has to raise. Pretty in-depth in tactics and what have you. It's, yeah. it's actually quite good. Yeah. I mean, we as as a crew, we've all had some good times on. Team Fortress, I mean. Uh, oh, oh, yes. It's so from the Xbox and more recently on the PC. Mm. Which I finally got for the PC. Yes! Mm. The only reason it, I bought... The nice thing about it is that you, you, you can be mm. in such a completely, seemingly impossible situation and like pull, um, pull it out the fire. Likewise, you could be in absolute comfort in that game. Yeah, and, and then, then suddenly make a decision around. which is actually quite foolhardy. Mm. And even if you've been under the cosh radar, you can somehow win it. Such a well-balanced game. So, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I think uh, that was one of the uh, major choices as well. It, it is, but you don't find out the position until later. Oh, okay. Uh, so, my number three... Um, one of the games that I thought was just spectacularly put together, I know... I know everyone's gone for really old stuff, but I, I'm trying not to be cliche and just saying all the old Sonic games, because that's pretty much all I played as a kid. Um, it's going to have to be Batman Arkham Asylum. I just I loved how it was put together. It, it fitted in with the mythos of um, the Batman series so well. Um, it's and the stealth aspects, the gameplay, the... Um... It, it's a weird one because it, very few games, games are either, mm. um, either stealth or um, either stealth or combat they do yeah. well. This one really melds them well together. You can switch very quickly between the two yeah. for the most part. But mm. as, it, as you say, it's just brilliant. It's just so well designed. I mean, yeah. I've got this on the PS3. Yeah. I've also got the Joker stuff. Yeah. And, you know... You couldn't let me play that at some point. When I get my copy back, yeah. Oh. It's in storage. Yeah. Uh, but, in all honesty, I mean, the Joker's a hell of a lot harder to play with uh, yeah. for the stealth bits, because, obviously, he doesn't have back forwards and all that. Mm. Plus, the fact he's probably laughing every five seconds. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. He, uh, he can do stealth. I mean... Probably is. 
he's got some he's got some interesting tricks up his sleeve. Yeah. But certainly playing as him in the combat ones, I mean, he yeah. has such an odd style, but it works so well. And again, they've got all the voice actors. You know, they ha- I mean, they have brought a lot of the old voice actors back, mm. but a lot of them have kind of gone. You know, it, we they've been work they've properly worked on it. The Joker, yeah. Mark, Mark Hamill, I think. I mean, Defensive. we we were, we were discussing. Um, you know, different jokers the other week. Mm. Mark Hamill, as far as a joker, I think does one of the best jobs. Yeah. Because you can't tell if he's a complete psycho or just a Out very frightening killer. Yeah. You know, where you get... Where, this is kind of the thing you get with Jack Nicholson, is he's funny. He gets the funny mm. side. Yeah. He's glad you got the frightening the, side. Some yeah. the crazy things in that... Mm. Um, Oh, if you talk to a lot of Batman fans mm-hmm. and a lot of you know of comic fans, if you ask them who definitive Joker is, mm. um, you're not going to get you're not going to get any of the movie guys. You're actually probably going to get Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah. He, he balanced it so it, well. It, it is the laugh. I can, mm. uh, the thing is, the laugh is what, in theory, I think would define should define Joker because mm. it's as a villain one of his defining things. Mm. That laugh that Mark Hamill can pull off just sets the mood of exactly what the Joker is. You can't tell. Hmm. Who'd who have thought that Luke Skywalker would end up being an absolute psycho? <laughs> yeah. Um, just a quick note, guys. Because the live stream isn't doing really much, yeah. I'm probably going to cut the image on it and we might go to camera for... Oh, uh, just for lols and just to look at me! Because yeah, it's trying to get me... But uh, it does mean I'm going to have to restart it again, so uh, yeah. bear with us a second. Alright, well, since since we've just done this off three, I think it's uh, time for a bit of a music break. So, uh, coming up next we have uh, Angel Island's own Act 2. I know I promised that earlier, but yeah. And then um, Bullet Station from Sonic Heroes by Jun Snow. Enjoy these, and we'll be back shortly with uh, our twos and ones of favourite games of all time.
we're back again for uh, number twos and number ones. Hey. You're a dirty, and you've got a very dirty mind for just thinking what you thought. So, uh, go to Josh quickly. Yeah, I don't even want to think about the twos and ones. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, my next game on my list, because as I said, I'm not ordering mine. Because, because you're gay, you can't do it. No, it's because, well, to no, some sometimes it's a case of, I think my number one is definitely out of my mind what sticks in my head mm-hmm. the most. But uh, this one, for me, this was the pinnacle of what I would call the 3D advent, well, exploration games. I've, I've always been a firm believer that there is no such thing as a 3D platform game. Oh God, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> but what I'll say is I think this game was the absolute pinnacle and I don't think anyone's ever beaten it since. Mm. And that is Banjo-Tooie. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie started the ball rolling very nicely. Um, Rare basically took that engine and copied it for Donkey Kong 64. But I think Banjo-Tooie really perfected it um, in the way it worked its world. You had a giant, you actually had, the Isle of Hags was a giant world. You had your hub world and then you had the levels coming off it. But then the levels themselves all interconnected because it was one giant island. And you had all the moves, all that stuff. It was just so well crafted. I think, I mean, in terms of rare, well, certainly the old rare, I wouldn't say they really exist in the same sense. No, they're just a whore to uh, Microsoft now, really. But I honestly... So you, you, you say that, Phil, but they got bought by Microsoft and now they, I mean, well, that's what yeah. they do. Well, yeah, it's essentially they, they just they're, do they're work for Microsoft. The, they're probably the only studio... Who are actually guaranteed to be around in the next five years? Oh, good point. Well, remember what was the most recent thing they did was to um, make the avatars. Yeah. For Xbox. That's, like, that's yeah, that's that's their main job. Yeah. Mm. Did, did, say, did they have know, a handy connectable you know, as well? Why don't you do any? Why don't they do any core games anymore? They're, they're making the avatar stuff. They make mm. all the avatar stuff. Yeah. Apart from a very small percentage, all that stuff goes through Red. They're very cool Twitter people, though. Mm. Ah, uh, yes, I did see that, actually. I've got to follow them now. But um, the, I think um, definitely Banjo-Tooie, in my mind, most people will go Goldeneye or Perfect Duck. Mm. That Most people will say that was their pinnacle. I disagree because those games haven't aged well, whereas Banjo-Tooie yeah. has. Banjo-Tooie is still... Just as enjoyable to play today as it is back then. Because there's nothing like it. There's nothing better, in my opinion. Mm. You know, people go marry Galaxy, whatever. Don't yeah, uh, yeah th- we're not giving that game the time. Is it nuts and bolts like? Uh, no, 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 don't, don't get him started on nuts and bolts. <laughs> six well, months. I, I won't, as long as you, you've played Banjo Kazooie and you've played nuts and bolts. Yeah. Would no. you agree they're similar? Not in the really. Not at all. There we go then. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I've got someone to back me. Huh? Huh? Yoho? Ah. Yoho? Anyway, so yes, Banjo 2. Enough vocal compressions. Banjo 2 is going in there, I think. Yeah. Uh, That's a fair one. Uh, T, your number two. Um, (laughs) It's a big PS gaming. I was tempted to say Sonic Shuffle, but it's not really. I like Sonic Shuffle. I've still got to get it working as a game. It's like oh, Sonic Shuffle. Sonic Shuffle is fun though. But um, no, I'm an old, I'm, you know, I'm an old school gamer. So yeah. this is how it goes. Um, basically, because whenever either me or my brother, or even like me and my sister, get a spare forty minutes now, mm. 
we either plug in a Mega Drive or we get one of the game collections and just have a playthrough, start to finish, no continues, uh, Streets of Rage 2. Alright. It's just, honestly, it's not anything special, it's just balls to the wall and it's fun. And I think that's what makes a good video game, is, you know, you can be fancy in 3D and all that shite. But when it comes back down to it, you know, all you want to do is play through a game that you've played a million times before and it still never pans out the same way and you end up having a fight with each other because somebody will throw an enemy into somebody else. For some reason it always made me laugh whenever uh, someone was playing as Blaze and somebody else was playing and you accidentally grab Blaze from behind (laughs) and you just know where where they grab. I think it's it's not Max, it's the other one for Streets of Rage 2. Axel. Axel, that's it. If he grabs it, it just looks wrong. The thing is, what I do is then you then throw the person over your shoulder, <laughs> 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 which is where usually the uh, the triple comes in. So. Yeah. But uh, oh, it's just it's 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 nothing it's nothing you know technical you know there's two types of helpers apples and chickens, and it's always the fight over who picks up the gold bars and you know and who picks up the the katana when it eventually appears and now nah, it's just good playing. Yeah, that's it. And a game shouldn't have to be anything technical, or you know, you shouldn't have to. Have, Ooh, yes, this customizable menu is awesome. It's just a game where you can pick up and play it with anybody, and I think that's what I like about it. And I love introducing people who haven't played it to the game. Yeah. Um, the end. Okay, Kev, your number two. My number two has a two at the end of it. Oh. Uh, it is Turrican 2. Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Turrican 2. It's, it's, it's the sequel, Turrican 1. I've heard of it, I think. Is this the dinosaur yeah. one? Yeah. Soundtrack 2, it's fantastic. I love the music, it's Turrican. Yes, I think you're thinking of Turok. Alright, oh, okay, I'm, I'm barking up the wrong game. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 this was Turok a, uh, this is a shooter platformer from uh, Electronic Arts back in the day when they were actually cool, not evil. Well, they're slightly cooler now because Activision has taken the title of Supreme Yeah, Evil. Activision's... Act, yeah, but that's, they haven't changed in any way. Hmm. All that's happened is that they're not the biggest anymore. Yeah. And Activision has become equally as big a dick. I, I don't know. That's not necessarily they've no, stopped being. No, 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 no. I, think, I think EA has changed a little. They, I they, think they've gone back a little, not massively, but... Hmm. But I think that's been because a lot of their big money spinners aren't big money spinners anymore. Yeah, and they've decided, right, we need to concentrate on new IP, creating something that interests people, which is what they're doing. Well, I mean, the last few years we've had Dead Space, we've had, uh, admittedly the chunk turned that into a franchise now, Um, we've had uh, Dante's and Burger. That's why I didn't make any money. Well, yeah, it's like these games, these games, that's the great thing, they're not making any money, but it's winning PR on my front. Well, um, the other game you bought from recently is that Risk Factions. Oh, yes, I love Risk Factions. But I must admit, you've got me into it as well. Which yeah, is. it's a great tactical game. Anyway, Terrican 2. Yeah, Terrican yeah. 2, sorry. <laughs> Getting distracted. It was, it was created by there, and it's... it's it's a space marine, you've got an invincibility weapon, which is basically turned into a map, into a giant Catherine wheel of doom and death. I like um, You've got old school upgradable weapons of various types, rebounds, um, 
basic, basic flamethrowers, which get longer and longer, and um, yeah, multi-shots and all those sort of things. And it's, it's great. There's a fantastic soundtrack, which uh, T referenced earlier by Chris Hillsbeck, um, which yeah. I really suggest people look yeah. at. He did um, Great Jana Sisters, which some people might have heard of as well. Oh, and that, yes. That's still a fantastic <laughs> he's done. I believe he's done... Um, he did one of the Star Wars games not too long ago, I think. Um, I think he might well have done, yeah. B- b- before it turned into LucasArts just churning them out. Yeah, I think it's like, I'm sure it's like one of the um, GameCube games at Rebel Strike. Anyway, Turrican. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it is just brilliant fun. And there's all sorts of little bits in it. It's turned into a, like a 2D shooter ship fighter at some point in that, and you, it's it's just really really detailed. And if you got the Atari ST when it came on a white floppy disk, that's how cool this game was. Okay, pure white floppy disk. I got mine on a um, cassette for my Commodore 64. Oh, you got a 64? Oh, I think people think the Amiga one's the best version, but I uh, the Atari ST. You guys make me feel too young. I don't even remember those consoles. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I know yeah, of them, is. but I, I mean, the first console I had, I had when I was three, I think, and that was a Master System. But I mean, I came in later than that. I mean, I came in on the Mega Drive and... I thought you were going to say it was like a speak and spell. That's <laughs> 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 so my first one. So, yeah, but you forget I'm older than you guys. Yes, a I little know. bit. But only by, what, a couple of years. I'm 28 no. in what? How many weeks? Three weeks, actually? Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little kitty around here. Yeah, yeah, he's the baby. Wait, how did you get a master system? I never had a master system. I'm jumped straight to the Mega Drive. The, the only person who's older than me is Trippy. That's scary. Trippy's, Trippy's old than me. I just look older than all you. Oh, yeah, that's sorry. great. <laughs> it makes me feel good about myself every day. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that's uh, Tarakan 2. Yeah. Uh, I suggest people look it up. There you go, Phil, your turn. Alright. Oh, oh, it's number twos now. Yeah. Right. Um, this is rather difficult to say, because you know, I mean, throughout my life, I've Play, mostly I've played Sonic the Hedgehog games and I've stuck strictly to them. I get obsessive like that. Um, well, I've managed to keep Sonic out of the top five list until now and it's, I'm, I'm trying to narrow it down to one Sonic game just so it's not cliche and boring for you guys as well. And I, 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 I'm going to have to go with... Um, because. It is the game that brought me back to the series. It's it's the game that I just I went into game and I watched the start up of because it was on a it it was on the opening loop sequence for the better part of six months in game stores. I just went in there and watched that over and over, and it was um, Sonic Adventure Two for the Dreamcast. I it I. I've gone away from the franchise for a few years because, of course, um, it kind of died a bit after the Mega Drive. I wasn't particularly interested in the Sega Saturn. A Dreamcast came along. I picked it up later on in its life, and I got Sonic Adventure 2 for Christmas afterwards. And it's like I loved it. Uh, it's and looking back on it now, I can point out all sorts of flaws. And it's like, yes, it's not a perfect transition to 3D gaming, but 
it was one of the first proper 3D games I played, probably, barring Doom. Even then, that's 2D at the time. Um, and it's like, I just look back on it with rose-tinted glasses, really. And if I probably went back to it now, I'd, if it ever gets an Xbox Live release, I'll be just going, oh God, it's terrible. It's not aged well or something either. I don't either. think it'll have aged that badly. Yeah. I played it uh, back in November with mm. um, Tall Guy, right. and it still played fairly well. I think Sonic Adventure 1 hasn't aged very well. Oh, oh yes. Sonic Adventure um, 2, I think, has aged a little better. I won't mm. say it's flawlessly aged. No, oh, no. The camera's still on. Well, yeah, the camera's been a problem for a long time. It's, but to be honest, at the time, I didn't notice. No, I, I, I enjoyed it for the story and the different gameplay types, because you've got the running, you've got the flying, you've got mm. the uh, digging, you've got... You got the shooting, uh, and it it just it just seemed to weird, to me at the time to be a perfect game. It seemed to meld everything together, and it seemed to do it well. And admittedly, that'll be a lot of my innocence towards playing different kinds of games at the time. I I just really enjoyed it at the time, and I think I still would to a certain extent. I honestly think I mean I as far as Sonic Adventure two, I only, I never had a Dreamcast. I got yeah. it on the GameCube. I got it for release on the GameCube. Yeah. Um, and I I remember going through the entirety of the game, mm. A-ranking a everything, getting every single emblem, mm. and I can imagine myself happily doing it again. Yeah. Not just because I'm a Sonic fan, but because I genuinely enjoyed the game. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I will admit I never got to that stage where I was A-ranking absolutely everything. I'm, I'm a terrible gamer. I, I'm a perfectionist. When yeah, yeah he's a perfectionist. I'm just a terrible gamer, and it's like... It, I'll lose patience eventually, but I just, I loved it. I really did at the time. The story, a, yes, the whole emo shadow, the hedgehog thing took me in completely, and I thought it was awesome. But, and looking back on it, I think, oh God, but I still love him. I still love Shadow. So, uh, yeah. Was, that was probably the game for me when I realised there was something about, you know, I, I sort of went, God, the last two soundtracks for these games have just been amazing. Yeah. Who is the man who's doing this? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and the, the soundtracks hit it off perfectly as well, because I still listen to it. I, I've still got them playing on my iPhone. Oh, I gotcha. love them. Uh, what's the Tales' of the first level called? Uh, oh, God. Uh, Mission it, Street? No. no it's, it's, it's the one based on Prison Island. That's all I yeah, know. Uh, oh, but I love that track. Mm. That will always stick with me. Yeah. Among others, but... but uh, if I'm going to have to pick one track, it's that. Yeah. It's that and track. It's the, that's the one Sonic game that's always stuck with me and enjoyed. And I've enjoyed the later Sonic games. I've enjoyed Sonic Unleashed and I've enjoyed Colours, uh, Sonic most Colors recently. most recently. But it's, it's when, when I go back and think about it, I've got the fondest memories of Sonic Adventure 2. I mean, you go. You were talking about the music there. I yeah. mean, whenever we have a new soundtrack, what is the soundtrack we compare it to? Sonic yeah, Adventure exactly. 2. Yeah. Sonic Adventure 2. Mm. It, it really was the pinnacle I, uh, I suppose I, on the soundtrack front I honestly so wish that I had I mean I have a unfortunately pirate copy of mm. the SA2 soundtrack although admittedly it was given to as me as a birthday uh, well, uh, yeah I've got uh, I've probably got the same one as you have yeah well the thing is mm. mine was given to me as a birthday gift so, so as can't, far as I'm concerned it's yeah. you know a bit more than just the fact that it's soundtrack mm. but you know it's obviously, lovely. I was over the moon with that. I don't mm. care that it's pirate. It's, you know, it is still the music. It's a lovely soundtrack, and it's a shame more were never produced. But, mm. uh, um, oh, for, some, for some reason, Sonic Mark is 
singing the words for DuckTales. Well, that's a bit outside what we're doing. So yeah, we're, I don't know what he's talking about. Well, not, yeah. not unless DuckTales is one of our number ones. Was it? It was a game, wasn't it? Yeah, DuckTales one, DuckTales 1 and 2 on the... No, mm-hmm. DuckTales 1 on the NES and 2 on the Game Boy are considered quite... Spindle! Good <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was a TV series, wasn't it? On the Warner yeah. Brothers Network, Sven yeah. Bill. Yeah, Sven is a superhero. Wait, what, sorry? He's Tom from the planet Jocelyn. Anyway. Josh is going completely over Josh's head, I love this. <laughs> I'm half asleep here. Yeah. I didn't uh, sleep last night. Uh, okay, um, moving on, because we've got another about 15 minutes left or so. Get on to the number ones, because that'll take the most amount of time. So, yes. Josh, your number one, or your final one? Your well, this, this one will be my number one. Mm. Um, and hopefully, um, the main might get us in just in time. Oh, right. Hey, just in time. Sure. Um, is, is my trying? number one is a bit cliche. Oh, dear. Am I in my number two yet? Yes, you found your number two. Because yeah. I remember you making comments about asking about number two. Me saying, well, what's your number two? I can't even remember what I picked. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Um, oh, it's a rage. It's a rage. There we go. Um, anyway, um, my number one is Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Yes, in theory it's two games, mm. but I'm sorry. Combined, they create what I would consider is the pe- still the pinnacle of Sonic in terms of a whole package. Yes, I... Think, I love Sonic Advance 2. Mm. I love the kind of speed. I love some of the little gimmicks in there. But I think Sonic, I think Sonic 3 and Knuckles basically you had the best level design. You had so many options. You could play. I mean, normally you play go through the game, find a route you're comfortable with. Fine. Yeah. I still enjoy just going around the levels and having a look to see where I haven't explored. More, more so with Knuckles and Tails, obviously. Mm. But then again, there's your other thing. You've got, you know multiple ways to play you've got Sonic Story you've got Tales which is exactly the same but it gives you a chance to explore new areas more importantly you've got the two player mode there Sonic and Tails and it works as a two player mode yeah and then you've got Knuckles which is something completely different um, simple words so it, you know. it, it covered the, for its time it covered, covered a lot of different gameplay types it covered it gave you so many options as well yeah and the thing is the other, the other thing from my point of view is you is of these the environments mm. and then the music again yeah it's all both the environments and the music are memorable i can name i think i could name every single level yeah uh, i'm not going to because no no, no no we'll be here all night but yeah i um uh, I, I wouldn't say everybody has to agree that is the pinnacle because mm-hmm. i know a lot of people prefer sonic 2 yeah. and if i was actually going to choose the best sonic game i probably wouldn't choose that one for for personal reasons i'd actually choose sonic 1 on the master system because it was... Because that was my first ever game. Yeah. But in, in terms of actual top game, which I'd recommend everyone play, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, hands down. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, it is still a brilliant game to play today. I think it's aged beautifully, and it's still a complete classic. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah. Um, T, your number one. Yeah, my number one's that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just admit, I mean, I've played so many games, and there's so many games that I, I, I still feel quite attached to mm. now, mm. particularly the Mega Drive and Master System ones. Um, 
just to run off a few close contenders, um, Gunstar Heroes, I love. Mm. Um, Ristar, I love. Oh, God, um, Ristars. Ristars, I mean, it's got an well, amazing... It, it was by the same guys as me, for the Sonic series, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Rocket Knight Adventures was just mm. amazing as well. Uh, Sorry. Which is that? <laughs> I did. Which brings Let me get my sledgehammer. Well, it brings me nicely back to what my, I think my favourite is probably. And I'm going to go back to the Master Systems. Mm. Because there were some, I mean, I remember getting a Master System and I got mine after the Mega Drive, which was a bit odd. Yeah. And it, so it was always the, the kind of the underdog game console. My brother used to love playing on his, the Master System, and I, I was always like, oh, another Mega Drive. Why would you ever want to play anything on the Master System now that we've got the Mega Drive? But I remember, and I still have very, very fond memories of playing the first two Sonics, mm. the Sonic 1 and Sonic 2, and I think a lot of people missed them out. Now, particularly, I think a lot. I think if you say we played Sonic One, people would go, "Yeah," and you'd end up talking about the Mega Drive version rather than the Master. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it is easily forgotten. They, I've, I've played them a bit, the the Master System games. However, I, I came in on the Mega Drive. And I didn't really realise the whole Master System was out there at the time, and it was like I just went for the Mega Drive games. I came in on Sonic Two, and then went from there. Yeah, so I, but that's the thing I, I think it was really I missed out a couple of really missed gems yeah. to be honest Sonic, I love Sonic Chaos as well for completely arbitrary reasons but no, I, I, Sonic Chaos was I loved Sonic Chaos on the Master System as well I mean again I played I played all those games on the Master System I did playing in Game Gear once till DX release but I mean I have fond memories of 2 as well I don't see why people found the second level of 2 so hard the Sky High. Huh? Sky High, yeah. The Emerald was not hard to get. <laughs> yeah, the High Glider was a bit of a, a, a bitch to get the Emerald. Why? I never had any trouble with it. That's because you're gay. Yeah, you're git. Yeah. Church. Gay git. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, my number one is... Um, I'm going to cheat. Oh, uh, God. I kind of want to say Jurassic Park for the Master System because that was a really funny game. I really enjoyed playing that game. Cause it was uh, I, I, I've, I think I've still got Jurassic Park for the Mega Drive as well. I don't know if it's similar or... No, it's not. This one's it... totally ball to the wall. I mean, you're, like, you've got a rocket launcher. You're fighting dinosaurs with a rocket Damn, launcher. I wish I had a rocket, rocket launcher in mine. <laughs> uh, it was just crazy. There's a, like an Illuminous Blue Velociraptor as well. Yeah. Anyway, my favourite game... Well, no, it's not my favourite game. Um, just to put it in there with the other ones, because I think people might miss it out, and I'm going to cheat. We're not going to go Mars System. But because I've always fantasised about playing a game where I was a, a physicist and I could yeah. go and kill things... Uh, oh, there we go. I know what's I think it was just absolutely genius. I think I love the designs of the enemies and just the, the play out of the levels. And I, I love Portal as well. Portal's fantastic. Portal, I would agree. I think Portal is a almost perfect game. I would yeah, say. I would I, agree. I, 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 I couldn't put it in my top five purely for the reason of it doesn't have much replayability. No, not really. But as a game, it is so close to perfect. I, you know, it is one of those games that I'd be happy to recommend to anybody and everyone. Really. Well, it's just it's a game. I mean, literally, I had I had my sister play that game. Mm-hmm. And she did it in about an hour and a bit. 
with a little bit of help. Yeah. And it was one of the games where she went, that was just, that was awesome. And what, is the second one out yet? <laughs> yeah. Um, not not, not that, yet. Soon. Soon. Very soon. Well, maybe. Mm. You know I what Valve's like. We're, yeah. We're still waiting on Half-Life 2 Episode 3. <laughs> we're never going to get it. But what, I, lo- what I love about that game is you don't, you don't fire a single shot. Yeah. In yeah. There, you get what I mean? Mm. You, you know, yeah. so ever how it's done. Yeah. This, is, this is why I don't technically count the portal gun as a gun. No, it's more of a. Uh, I, I refuse to include you it in any better gun as a gun. I will allow that because it fires a damaging projectile. Yeah. That is the only reason I'll allow it. Portal doesn't. The portal gun doesn't actually fire a damaging projectile, mm-hmm. so it can't be included. Is it, isn't it Half Life Two Episode Two where you can do the whole thing when firing one bullet? Yes. I think so. I don't know. I'm not sure. Isn't that all the achievements? Yeah, I believe so. Also, Nemain's given me a top six list. Oh dear. Um, mainly because we might not count one of the games as a actual game. Yeah. I think you can already guess what it is, but Kev, you do yours first. Yeah. Last one first. Hold on, I haven't finished. Oh, oh yes, we did. Oh, thank God. One of my favourite things to do, again on the note of achievements, one of the most pleasurable, sort of like grinding achievements mm. I've ever done. Was the one in Half Life Two? We have to carry the gnome all oh, the way to. I haven't done that. I cannot not be that. asked to do that. I'm sorry. There was something very, very pleasurable about putting the gnome in the back of the buggy while you drive round, and then getting out periodically to make sure it hadn't fallen out. <laughs> and I remember driving for about a mile, and it had fallen out. <laughs> back along the road, finding the gnome, putting it back in the car. And there was also there was sort of an element of sadness when I wished it bon voyage by putting it into the rocket and sending it to another dimension. See, all we all I've had to do with that gnome is rescue it from a carnival from hordes of zombies. Mm. But I, I don't know. I kind of feel there's there's something on a level. I don't know. I kind of click with Gordon Freeman. Mm. In that, I know the feeling to be you know highly qualified. Yet I'm the one who you know. As as to all the to push the red button, or do you know? To the the, the, the <laughs> grunt. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just note to anyone who is listening in: when the world does end, just rest assured it was Adam's fault. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm already blaming him. <laughs> but I want to be the cause of the end of the world. No, you just survive and kill everyone that survives. Woo! <laughs> Adam goes. I'm going off to a top level conference in Iran. <laughs> oh good god <laughs> can my gravestone just have whoops written on it <laughs> yes sorry can my crypt have whoops written on it <laughs> so, yeah we've got to get it right just oh. so when they dig me up and they're you know in like 3,000 years time and I'm on time team and they're going well it appears to have been buried with all these ceremonial blue it must have been this blue hedgehog god that they worship <laughs> Called Whoops. <laughs> he also had this very poorly preserved note on him, and it says apparently, "My bad." <laughs> <laughs> we believe King My Bad ruled the <laughs> world. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Anyway, out of Captain Pugwash. Is that your number one? <laughs> Phil, be quiet. Kev, what's your number one? <laughs> right, my number one. Yeah, your number one. Well, my number one personal, my number one game of the decade. Game of whatever, decade, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> whatever, okay. Uh, my game of the decade, then, mm. is World of Warcraft. Oh! oh. 
Interesting. Very interesting. Explain. <laughs> it's probably the one that you've seen the most, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes, perhaps this would require explanation. I, that, not to say that it's my favourite. If we were talking about my favourite game, we'd be talking about Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, for all the reasons so far that... Um, Everyone said. <laughs> yeah. Very passionate play. Mm. However, if we're talking about actual game of the decade, it's got to be WoW. Mm. Uh, I may hate it and loathe an absolute passion, with the exception of the music, um, but there's no denying that in the last decade, and this did come out mm. within the last decade, yes. it was about yeah. announced one, I believe, um, it's changed everything. It it's has. changed the way that uh, every video gaming company looks at gaming, it is the equivalent of, it is the software equivalent to the Wii's hardware in that it has increased the market range of uh, the entire industry. Um, in, in a game that appeals to absolutely everyone, of all, of all ages, uh, whether or not you think that's a good or bad thing, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, you certainly can't deny its impact, its success, and its continued success. Yes, no, I will agree with yeah. that. I mean, it's it's like crack cocaine as well, which is rather well, yeah. How I would describe it. Yeah. Actually, but the honest. thing is, is that good design or bad design? Well, in some views, it's bad design Ask because panorama. It's, it, it's it's rewarding people for grinding with well, small things, true. and games should try to work harder in order to create more more rewarding rewards mm. than just, right, you've grinded for so long, you get this. Uh, I, it's I think I think you could possibly argue that it's the first game to have a completely universal uh, worldwide appeal. Mm. So well, pretty, much would... all, pretty much everyone from all walks of life has played it. Probably since the sort of like Pong, Pac-Man, Tetris... Space Invaders. Yeah. It's in that group. I will tell you what, Kev, I'll come back to you on that one when I start off with Earthfalt Spoonbox again whenever I start up, because mm. that is actually something I want to discuss with another franchise. That... I'd love to talk about that with you. Huh? I'd love to talk about that with you. Yeah, and I'll yeah. tell you what that franchise is, but it's, it's not quite for the same reason, but this franchise has taken over practically every form of media... And I would be hard-pressed to say that there is no one in the world that's not under, like, the age of five mm. that would not recognise this franchise. They may not be able to name, you know, exacts in it, but they know the franchise exists. Is it Breakout? No. Mickey Mouse? Is it Snake? No. It's is it FIFA? Pardon? <laughs> no, it's not FIFA. It's a Nintendo-owned franchise. Oh. Mario? No. Game & Watch? Sports. No. Pokemon. Oh, God. Uh, I would... I, I know I know you all you guys hate it, but I promise you, you would be... Ho- you show someone a picture of Pikachu, they may not be able to name it as Pikachu, but they will bloody well tell you it's a Pokemon. Yeah. And if you look at how it's... much... Let's put it this way. The TV anime series... I know you want to wrap this up. Yeah. The TV anime series has been now running for... Well too long. 677 episodes. Yeah. I'm getting a vague sense of deja vu from the franchises show we did with John. (laughs) (laughs) Might be. Because we already discussed discussed that. Anyway, right. Before we go, the main top six. Goldeneye. Super Mario 3. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Goldeneye being the one on the Nintendo 64. Yeah, but no, no, we're going, we're going from six to one here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, this yeah. is in no order. Yeah. All right. Oblivion, mm. Sonic 3 and Knuckles. So I think we can yeah. probably declare that's overall the winner. Mm. And then F. Then it's a choice between two for a top five because we're not sure she'll count her top one as mm. a real game. Uh, Nazi zombies. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a, it's a mini game. game. Yeah, it's a mini game. Uh, also but in the, uh, the same extent, it stands on its own as a game. Well, it, she's only saying that she's only saying that because that she she couldn't stomach saying cod. Yeah, well, this probably. Is the thing. She doesn't like the game. She only likes Nat Summers. She bought Black Ops purely for one extra map <laughs> on Nazi zombies. <laughs> And, and that is what Activision is going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn them. And they, yeah, she just sent me a text saying that wasn't in any particular order. So, yeah. uh, but, uh, but if she, if we won't accept Nazi zombies, mm. her fifth place one would be F Zero GX. Mm. So it's a good one to go for. All right. We're um, out of time. <laughs> uh, no, not quite. I've not said my number one yet. Hey, you've not. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot you. Yeah, hey, I've still got another one. I'm going to cheat here. Actually, I'm going to say the orange box. I know that's a collection of games. It was released as a single game for Xbox. It was released as a single game for the Xbox, and it collects together. A, I bought it initially just to play Half-Life 2, because I wanted to see what the hell it was all about. It was fairly cheap, so I bought it for Half-Life 2. Uh, after I finished all that, I was like, yeah, okay. Ended up going on to Portal for a bit. Really enjoyed that. And then I got into TF2 with all you guys, and... I'm still playing it. <laughs> just on a different format. Just on a different format. So, and it is, it is probably the best value I've got out of the game, certainly this generation. Maybe even going back even further. It's just, I've wasted so many hours in Gordon Freeman playing Portal or just mowing you guys down as a heavy. Uh, or swearing into the microphone. As you may remember. <laughs> Yes, happy, happy days. I, I still, I still, I've still got that Christmas card you sent me last year. Yeah. Anyway, kids, Top Gear's on now. So all right, yes, yes, yes Top Gear. <laughs> yes, so, so we will show all the ending. Um, to play us out tonight, we're having Labyrinth. Uh, and then uh, House of Cards from Joker. So enjoy these two tracks and or switch to Top Gear, whichever you prefer. It's been fun. Peace out, y'all. Yeah.